Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and this radio broadcast is called Shi'ar Jashub, which in Hebrew means a remnant shall return, and which, by the way, is also the name given to Isaiah's son in Isaiah chapter 7 and verse 3. It is the goal of the Church Fellowship of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, to bring forth God's holy word in the difficult time we live in. And to this end, our pastor, Greg Scalzo, has been teaching a series entitled Heavenly Authority and has been going through the books of the Bible with a focus on what the scriptures tell us about God-given leadership. Last time, my husband skipped ahead to the New Testament to try to answer the important questions, what is wrong in the church today, and why are so many pastors and their families experiencing burnout? He began by looking at Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 2, which speaks about the doctrines of baptisms. And he read from 1 Corinthians 12.13, which says, For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body. When we left off, Pastor Greg was discussing the different baptisms that apply to believers in the Lord Jesus, and we will pick up the Sunday sermon at this point. We know that some Christians stop at the first baptism, right? Uh, consciously or unconsciously. They don't want to go too far into the other baptism. They don't like to talk maybe too much about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. When Jesus baptized them, there was power, there were gifts, there was anointing for service. And sometimes some Christians leave it up, well, I'm saved, and that's it, I was baptized in water enough. And they don't take it the next step. They don't seek with all their hearts. They may feel they are but it's not something they really relish or ask and seek and knock, the promise, the gift of the Holy Spirit. So there is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But what I'm telling you today from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, where we started, there is another baptism. There's a baptism in water into Jesus Christ, there's a baptism by Jesus into the Holy Spirit. And then what do we just read in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 13? For by one Spirit, we were all baptized into one body. See, a man baptizes us into water. We're going into Jesus Christ. That water is symbolic of his blood that washes our sins away. Jesus baptizes us, immerses us in the Spirit, and we receive gifts from the Lord. We are not left as orphans. We can feel the presence of God. Some people look strange at us. You felt the presence of God? Well, when you baptize the Holy Spirit and you're worshiping, you can feel when the presence of the Lord is there because the Holy Spirit, Jesus said, is in you and will be with you. And you experience that baptism in the Holy Spirit. You're immersed in the Holy Spirit by Jesus Christ. But this scripture says that the Holy Spirit then, who is now in you and with you, will take you, and he takes each, every disciple of Jesus Christ, this is for, and he baptizes us into what? One body. Whose body? Jesus' body. And what is the body of Jesus Christ? 
his church. The Holy Spirit immerses us in the right position in his church. And what I contend is that just as years ago, some people left it at the first baptism, it took centuries to rediscover the second, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I think the church has the problem it has because it has not yet rediscovered the baptism of the Spirit into the body. We are all baptized by one spirit into the body, whether Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, there's no exception. You can't say, well, I'm a woman, I'm old, I'm young, I'm a Jew, I'm a Gentile, I'm a slave, I'm rich, I'm poor. No matter who we are, by one spirit, we are all baptized, 1 Corinthians 12, 13, you may want to highlight it, into one body and have all been made to drink into one spirit. Jesus makes us drink into the one spirit and the spirit then has something for us. He gifts us for a reason. If we let him, if we let him immerse us into the body of Jesus Christ, into his church, he gives us those gifts. Remember, it says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. So we can benefit each other. He gives us these gifts that we're part, that we're functioning members of the body. Paul speaks about this the same way in Ephesians chapter 4. In Ephesians chapter 4, I'll only read part of it now. In verse 7 it says, But to each one of us, each one, notice that expression over and over, each one, right? Everyone. doesn't say some of you, a few clergy people, a couple that have gone to seminary, just some of you saints, very holy ones, each one. Every believer in Jesus Christ. Right? This is the doctrine of baptisms. Each one of us grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and he gave gifts to men. As Jesus ascended up, what did he do? He poured out his spirit and he gave gifts to men. They were baptized in the Holy Spirit. Go down to verse 11. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Look at verse 12. For the equipping of the saints, to give us the equipment we need, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. There's that expression again, body of Christ. The baptism in the Holy Spirit is to be for the profit of all, so that the saints are built up. The saints are equipped. We're ready for service. We have the body of Christ edified. The purpose of the gifts of the Holy Spirit are not just so we feel good on a Sunday morning. Wow, I felt the presence of God. And we go home and that's it. I must really be a saved Christian because I felt the Holy Spirit today. The gifts are, that's part of it. God does not want us to be his orphans. But the gifts of the Holy Spirit are given to each, to all, different manifestations to edify, to build up, to profit the whole body. He baptized the Holy Spirit, if we let him, baptizes us into the one body of Jesus Christ. Now, don't misunderstand. We're not speaking here about being baptized into a church, meaning into a denomination, into a local organization. 
You know, there are some of the old churches that when they baptize, they'll take the person or the infant and they baptize them into the church and will give them a certificate saying, you were baptized into our church. No. The only person that saves us is Jesus Christ. And the only person we can go into for salvation is him. We're baptized into the Lord Jesus Christ. Be baptized, Peter said, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Lord Jesus is the only one, and then he supernaturally baptizes us. He baptizes us in his spirit so that we're new creatures. We become new people. That we are enabled for service, and that we're not left as orphans. And then, as disciples of Jesus Christ, filled with his spirit, changed, enabled, in communion with him, the Holy Spirit has a plan for each person. And as he has a plan, he baptizes us into Jesus' body to put us in that body where we're supposed to be. Because nobody lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. But rather, the person puts it on a lampstand and it gives light to all who are in the house. Jesus did not baptize you in the Holy Spirit to put you under a basket. He didn't baptize all the Christians and all the churches that call upon his name, that the pastor can stay up there and shine, and the people put baskets over each one and say, well, we're the laity. He's supposed to do that, and we're supposed to go about our own business. Notice how American Christianity does not necessarily line up with biblical Christianity. To each is given. Each one receives. It's very easy to have the pastor do it, and those few elders and those responsible people in the church that are doing all the work that are given, that are trying. But that's why there's burnout in the American church. That's why many times people will run away from churches when they know, gee, this guy's serious. Because when you're serious, it could mean something can happen. And it changes the comfort level. It's never supposed to be one person shining. Rather, Jesus lights a lamp in each person. And Jesus said, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you can't hide. There is no hiding. You can't take the talent, put it in the ground, and say, Lord, I hid it for you. There is no such thing in the New Testament that I can find. Rather, the question is, okay, Lord, I'm yours. You've saved me. I need your Holy Spirit. Baptize me in your spirit. And then, Holy Spirit, show me the blueprint you have for me. Show me the plan. Place me in that portion of the body where I'm supposed to be. What is the plan for my life? One other thing I want to correct also, we're not speaking about churchy activities here. When we say the body, you know, we've heard these words in Christianity so long, we tend to think of the church, and the church means church activities. And I tell you that a lot of the church activities are not church activities. They're not the activities of the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. They're the activities of that social group of that group of people wanting to do something and having activity after activity. doesn't This does not mean what I'm saying here, that you have to become a member of a church and just run and do every tag sale, every bakery sale, every pig roast, every women's meeting, men's meeting, children's meeting, you know, that they have for you. That's not what I'm saying. 
Those are churchy activities. Now, what does Jesus want? Well, Jesus has a plan. And there's a certain role that, based on what I just read here, that the Holy Spirit, when he gifts us, has for each and every believer that we're supposed to do. And if we're not doing that, we don't know who we are. And part of the problem in the American church today, to why these pastors burnt out, is that there are a few people that are doing, and then there are a lot of people who are not. You have been listening to the teaching ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. I hope today's message answered some questions in your life. You can always write to us at Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut 06405. And you are invited to join us for our Sunday service. Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in the upper room of the Madison Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. Take I-95 to exit 61. Go south to Route 1. Turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. The Memorial Hall is in the yellow and white brick building opposite the James Madison Monument. As in the early church, our services include praise and worship of the Lord in song, the Lord's Supper, prayer, and study in God's holy word. May our Lord Jesus bless you as you serve him. And please remember to join us next time on WFIF for Shi'ar Jashub.